Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. show mark aram and for eric erickson on a soggy tuesday first the good news uh, eric's wife's scan came back clean charles thomas from the revenant uh, who also works on the mark aram show with me every night is eric's uh, producer and what is it like every three months i think she has to go get scanned and the scans came back clean today so eric had the had the took the day off he does it every three months and i'm happy to fill in so i'm gonna be with you now till seven in the p.m and uh, we got a lot to talk about on this tuesday uh so that was the good news that uh eric's wife scans came back clean i do have some bad news though jason byers can you can you play a little taps for me here this literally impacts no one listening right now, uh, except for uh, the WSB 24-hour traffic center. Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show, my Keurig officially died. Oh, my gosh, no. Yeah, it was... How old is it? Uh, not that old. And it's like one of those professional models, too. Oh, I've too. seen it, yeah. Uh, but it was on its, uh, it was whimpering this morning, and then I just tried to brew a cup, and it's completely. Does everybody use it? Yes. Are they going to crowdfund for a new one? I already ordered one new one this morning. Okay. So I went online and ordered a new one, knowing that it was on his last legs. I thought I could get another day or two out of it, but uh, <sighs> sorry, because we are Atlanta's only 24-hour traffic center. Um, it gets used 24 hours a oh, day, yeah. so it's. Uh, I mean, I love Keurig's. It's nothing. The machine didn't do anything wrong. We just overuse. We just you know bang the crap out of that thing. Twenty four hours. That's some pretty bad day. weather recently. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you brought up bad weather because the uh, the radar storm tracker two HD radar green all across Metro Atlanta. So it's going to be another horrible ride home. We got you covered with traffic updates every six minutes. I believe we've got a red alert on the west side perimeter. Uh, so the rain. I'm walking Bosco today before I came into the show. Bosco is my 14 year old love of my life. My beagle. Uh, just the, the the best dog ever, and I'm walking her, and it's the the great the rain is soaked down the grass, and it's like squishy, and then it's windy a little bit, and the trees behind my house are these big old Georgia pines, and they're like swaying, and they're like four of them right behind my house, and I'm freaking out about these trees falling on my house, so. Uh, we got my buddy Jimmy from Heath's Tree Service on the air real quick here to start off the show. Jimmy, how are you, brother? I'm doing well, Mark. Thanks for having me on. I would imagine as a tree service guy, you're loving uh, this wet weather, right? All these trees falling down and trees swaying in the breeze. Well, actually, it is good for business, but it's difficult working conditions when it's this wet. And uh, when the soil is saturated, it makes it difficult for my guys to be able to complete the work. So there's no doubt I'm having you guys come out and check these trees behind my house. But are there any, I mean, because everyone listening right now on the radio has has been dealing with just rain upon rain upon rain and the ground soaked and the tree roots are are loosened are there any telltale signs of what people need to know if if they should be worried about a tree in their yard sure there are mark um you know when we get saturated soil conditions and the root plates which is the roots you know structural system that holds it in place when 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 they start to 
to turn loose or go loose, they start to heave or lift. And so if you're looking at your the soils around your tree and you see areas where soils are cracked or roots are exposed or the ground is actually lifting in those areas, that's a sign that the tree might be close to failure. Is there is there a size, you know, like any tree shorter than seven feet, don't worry about or anything like that? Any guidelines in the tree business when you should start worrying about a tree? Well, you know, for us, we, we look at what's a potential target for the tree to hit, whether that may be a house or a home or a business or the street or a power line. These are all things that we concern ourselves with is the potential not only for, you know, property damage, but, uh, you know, for, for personal injury. And uh, talking with Jimmy from our buddies at uh, Heath's Tree Service here on uh, Atlanta's Evening News, Mark Ehrman for Eric Erickson. Uh, is, there a, is there a way we can schedule you to, to come out to our house, a website or anything? Jimmy? The tree fell down on Jimmy. All right. There you go. I'm freaking out, Chuck. Like, I've got these four pines behind my house, and they, they, they look like uh, Longoria could push him over. Like right onto my roof. You can t- no, no. You can talk to me. It's all right, Chuck. I didn't know if you you're want me allowed. Back. You're allowed. I'll let you, unlike Erickson, I'll let you talk on this show. Go ahead. I, I didn't know if you want me calling back. No, no. It's fine. It's okay. fine. Okay. Well, just Google Heath's uh, tree service or, uh, and find out. But uh, I'm, I'm, anyway, I, I just wanted to. I'm going to have Jimmy come out and check it out because I'm freaking out. Like the, these trees are just sway. It's so much rain just like pouring down and uh, uh, and so they're like on a on a creek bank. So the the soil's already mushy anyway. Anyway, I just that was for my peace of mind. All right, I'm going to get them out. All right, uh, I want to start off the show with this. We're, we're going to get into the Trump um, commuting of the sentences of Blago. I guess that's what Eric would talk about, right? So we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll but I, I want to talk about when I say Sin City, Chuck. What do you think of? Well, Vegas, of course. Uh, yeah, Las Vegas, right? But Atlanta, or more specifically Georgia, is climbing up the rank. Of of full of sin, uh, yeah, it shocked me too. So Wallet Hub came out with this new study, and they ranked the top uh, one through fifty of the most sinful states. And I was shocked to find Georgia fifth on the list. What fifth? One, two, three, four, five. That's top five. Which which everybody going to the pink pony? Well, I I don't know. So I was I Dev found this report for me, and I was like, well, how is that possible? And they they checked out forty seven key indicators. Of immorality, so it's there's 47 categories that they 47? judge. 47. You've knocked out 45 seven. of them, Chuck, in your I lifetime. Know. There's two you're still waiting to do, <laughs> but there's 47 of them. Uh, violent crimes per capita, excessive drinking to the share of population, gambling disorders, like uh, drug drug use, sex abuse, like all these things that are factor into this decision. And Georgia came ranked fifth. In the nation on this. And let me give you the Georgia's rank in each subcategory, some of the subcategories. So uh, anger and hatred, we ranked 14th in the nation, which is toward the top of the pile. Arkansas was number one. So apparently people are just teed off 24-7 in Arkansas. Probably because people call them Arkansas all the time. But Georgia, that's still pretty high, though, 14th. Jealousy rank. What? Number one. Georgia residents are the most jealous in Ooh. the nation. I guess jealous, you know, don't covet thy neighbor's wife kind of thing. Jealous of what your neighbor's got. Keeping up with the Smiths. Do you ever, do you see that? Like, 
Not my neighborhood. My whole neighborhood. Yeah, is I was going to say oh, Alpharetta for Lord, sure, yes. right? Oh, please. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you live in a secluded stone house, I do. so uh, you don't get to Puffy see that. Feet. But Georgia ranks number one in the nation in jealousy. Florida, a tight second. So we're beating the Gators again, I guess. Um, but that, that, I think, boosted us to number five. Uh, excesses and vices rank. Georgia's 29th. So we're not that bad as far as vices are concerned. We're middle of the pack on vices. Greed, we are 45th. Which kind of doesn't mesh with the uh, jealousy rank, but I guess we're we're bottom of the totem pole when it comes to greedy people, which I think is a good thing, right? I think so. Unlike uh, yeah. greed is good. What was that? Uh, Wall Street Wall with Street. Michael Douglas. Yes. Greed is good. Uh, we're forty fifth on that. Uh, lust rank. Hey, Chuck. Hey. Sixth on the lust rank. I see that every day. Atlanta, well, I can't speak for, like, Valdosta. This is the state of Georgia. Sure. But Atlanta, Atlanta and the suburbs, definitely a lustful city, especially where Jason Byers lives out in Loganville. Yeah. Snellville dirty. Snellville, very lustful. Vanity rank, 11th. These are basically just the seven sins, I think, we're well, going through Well, that's why here. I was yeah. confused on the 47th. Yeah. Uh, we're, uh, what did I say, vanity rank, 11th on vanity rank. Laziness rank, sloth is evil. We are 12th. I think we're higher on that. I think Georgians are some of the laziest people in the world. Just in this room. And I'm, I'm counting, yeah, I'm, yeah. I raise my hand on oh, that. absolutely. I, ra- I mean, especially in the summer months, no one wants to do anything in the summer months. Miserable. Yeah, exactly. So I admit the lazy rank. I thought we would actually be higher on the lazy rank. But, uh, yeah, number one on jealousy, number six on lust, and number 11 on vanity. Now, if this was just Metro Atlanta, I, I concur on a lot of those. But I can't, I mean, I don't know what's going on in Columbus. No. Macon, Valdosta. Savannah. Savannah. A, lot of, a lot of drinking in Savannah. That oh, yeah. Know. So uh, there you go. Georgia ranks fifth in the nation and the uh, as far as the most sinful states in America. Your thoughts on that? I'll give you the, the number one in each category and uh, just to see where we compare with uh, the rest of the nation. I'm Mark Aram. I'm in for Eric Erickson. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This show is three full hours. We'll talk about the Donald Trump commutations. We'll talk about uh, the hawk I saw before the show. And we're going to play the acronym game. I saw Big Hawk. It was very exciting. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. It's Mark Aram and for Erickson on Atlanta's Evening News. Not out of the woods yet, weather-wise. I'm looking live at Storm Tracker 2 HD radar. we got a massive line of thunderstorms leaving the Alabama border, stretching east all the way into Lithia Springs. And that's heading east into Atlanta. So this rush hour is going to... Stink. 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. Mark Ehrman for Eric Erickson. Fear not, we got Kirk Mellish, Atlanta's only 24-hour meteorologist, uh, radio meteorologist, and 24-hour traffic updates from the WSB Traffic Center. Atlanta, more, more uh, generally, sorry, Georgia is the fifth sinniest city, uh, state in the nation. The fifth most sinful state in the nation. Uh, your thoughts on that? I, I didn't expect us to be, you think we're in the Bible Belt, Chuck? Especially the the great uh, listeners of the Eric Erickson show. I mean, that's got to be a shock to you guys. Like, if you listen to 6 to 8, you'd be like, all right, yeah, I can see this is a sinful state. Sure. But the people listening now. Yeah, 4 to 6. 4 to 6, you know, they're church going, they're God fearing, Mm -hmm. they 
They, you must be shocked that we're the fifth, fifth most sinful state in the union. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Eddie's in Buford. Eddie, welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how you doing, sir? Excellent. What's up? It, 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 it just puzzles me that it is a sinful state. I thought this is the Bible Belt. That's what I'm saying. It, it just uh, it just puzzles me. I mean, I go to church. I do a lot of things, but that's... Uh, now, me. now, if this but, was just Atlanta, I could see it, you know, I would say Atlanta yeah. is more sinful than the rest of the state, right? The rural yeah, areas, right. the exurbs, if you will. But this is the whole state, and I understand most of the population is in metro Atlanta, but that's crazy. You want to know the least sinful state in the Union? What's the least fin- uh, sinful What do you state? think? I'm yes, going right. to take a guess. What do you think I it's going to be? Can I take a guess? Yeah, please. I'll just say uh, North Carolina or New York. North, well, New York is no way, right? It can't be New York. Let's see. Uh, New York's 20th. North Carolina is more sinful than New York at 14th. Chuck, give me a shot. Least sinful state in the Union. What do you think? The least? Least sinful. 50th on the rank. It's not oh. Montana. It is not Montana. It's got to would... be like, I don't know, Utah or Idaho. Oh, Utah's a hell of a guess. Not the answer, though. Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. Least sinful state in the Union. He stole mine with Utah. Utah's uh, 43rd. 23rd? 43rd. 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 Close. Yeah. You guys Seattle? Uh, South Carolina. Seattle, Washington. Washington State no. is uh, not there. It's uh, it's Bernie Sanders' home state of Vermont. What? Yeah. Oh, they're just skiing and drinking maple syrup. I guess. They're, that's that's the biggest sin. I've been to Vermont. They are... Nothing happening. Nothing going on Nothing there. Nothing going on Yeah, there. it's too cold to, to sin. Uh, Danielle's up on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Danielle. Hi, I just want to apologize for letting us slip down to number six on the lust meter. Fifth. Oh, um, on the I lust meter. Got married. So that took you off the uh, the lust meter. Yeah, that's. Uh... Yeah, so we we should have been up there at number one, and I apologize to my team. I was doing everything I could. But, <laughs> what? You know, when did you taken. get? When did you get married? Um, I married my husband in 2013. Oh, all right. So yeah, it says here in 2012 we were number one. So that makes sense. So yeah, as soon yeah. as you went off the market, it's funny you say that because I am uh, I'm getting married 200 days from today, and I'm very excited about this, right? And then I get Deb Green show prep email, and she has like the top hundred things that married people miss about being single, and I'm like, what, what are you trying to do, Deb? You're trying to put the kibosh on my my impending nuptials. <laughs> it's a pretty funny list, though, Chuck. As you, you've been married what six years now? Uh, four. Four years. It's a pretty interesting list. Uh, Deb should not have sent it to me 200 <laughs> days before my wedding, but it's the uh, the hundred most the hundred things that married people miss most about single life. So we'll talk about that. And uh, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia is the fifth most sinful state in the union. I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed and a little bit proud. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. Weather is ugly. Traffic is ugly. Appropriately, your fill-in host also ugly. Hey, guys, it is Mark Aram in for Eric Erickson. Good news in the Erickson household, though. Christy's scans, her three-month scan checkup came back clean, so Eric will be back on tomorrow. I'm honored to fill in for the conservative Viking. I'm with you till 7 tonight. You can hear the Mark Aram Show Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. here on WSB. Again, it is really, really rainy out there. The traffic is awful, so please drive safe and keep it right here. Traffic updates every six minutes on Atlanta's Evening News. Uh, the number to reach the program, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Coming up on the program, we'll talk about President Trump's commutation of sentences of some notable folks. 
I know you want to get uh, talk to, uh, talk about that, but I wanted to start the show off with, uh, you know, I have this uh, idyllic image, and maybe it's just I, I look at the, ro- ro- the world through rose-colored glasses, but I have this uh, idyllic image of the state of Georgia. You know, maybe it's it was from that uh, that song, Georgia. Can you play that for me, Jason? You see all these things about this southern charm, and that's all you heard, southern gentlemen. And, and that's the reason why I'm, I, I'm considered a damn Yankee. I moved here in 96, and I've never moved because... I love it down here. Uh, this is, I think, Georgia's amazing state. You've got the mountains, you've got the coast, you got the swamps. Chuck can hunt boar and deer, and I can go All fishing. And uh, the southern hospitality, and sweet tea, and the cuisine, and the, the kindness of the people. And this song certainly helped me uh, craft my idyllic image of. Oh. Georgia. Uh, but I was sh- shocked today when Deb Green. Show me the survey from WalletHub, which actually puts out pretty legitimate and interesting surveys, that Georgia is the fifth most sinful state in the union. I would have said 46th, 44th at the most. Yeah, definitely we'll put it in the, in the second half. Yeah, exactly. And number five, by the way, Chuck, the top five, let me give you the top five. Nevada, number one. I mean, you have Vegas. What are you going to do? Right. That's number one. Number two is Texas. I'm sorry, Longoria is not here. I guess that okay. illegals, they're, is that part of it? They'll all go down by the border, let is me that, tell you. Is yep. that part of it? <laughs> Maybe. Fireworks? I don't know what, what they consider sinful in Texas. Florida's number three. I would have said they were number two. Yeah, I would have Florida man right. just running Not wild. Yeah. Exactly there. Uh, number four, California. Makes sense. And number five is Georgia, just south of us. Yeah, we beat New York. I know. Number six is Tennessee. What the hell's going on? Is it just the, the A lot, of, lot of southern just, states in the top ten. I don't understand this. We're too, they're too close to Georgia. Is it, is it all the Georgia <laughs> trans off going them. up there? <laughs> Number seven, another southern state, Louisiana. I thought that would have been higher than Georgia simply because of New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious. You ever been on Bourbon Street? No. Sweet, fancy Moses. Uh, number eight, Illinois, Rod Blagojevich. That makes yeah. sense. He was just he was just uh, commuted his sentence. Number nine, South Carolina. Number 10, Mississippi. 11, Alabama. So what's going on in the south? I don't know. The categories ranked, by the way. The uh, humidity. Anger. It is the anger. Anger and hatred, jealousy, excess and vices, greed, lust, and vanity uh, were some of the top. And laziness. Laziness, I can see. The laziest state in the union, number one, Mississippi. Yeah. Just too hot. Yeah. It's just too hot there. We, so Who was the 50th? Uh, Vermont. Oh, that's right. It was Vermont, Vermont was the okay, least, yeah. least. The five uh, at Montana the bottom. Montana come in just out of curiosity? Montana was close to the bottom. It was like Good. 39th. Okay. Um, the bottom five, New Hampshire, Maine, Idaho, Wyoming, Wyoming and Vermont. See. All cold states. Yes. Yeah. You can't yeah. lust you can't in the get, cold. You can't get in trouble. Yeah, it's too exactly. cold. You stay in your house. You can't be lazy. you got to chop wood and, and yeah. heat up your house. Uh, so your thoughts on that. I was shocked that Georgia was number five on that list. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Traffic updates every six minutes. Smiling. I'm looking at the Triple Team Traffic Alerts app, and I'm not liking what I'm seeing, brother. Uh, Buddy's up on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Hey, how are you? I'm stuck in traffic on 285, of course. My, my condolences, my friend. <laughs> it's all right. It's wet and it's slow, so it's. Um, I just wanted to chime in on the Georgia thing. So my my main questions are: Which 100 liberals did they ask uh, that hate the South and hate our way of life? What, which 100 of those did they ask to rank the the states? No, I, so I think they they quizzed <laughs> Georgia like I don't know like a thousand residents of each state. 
Um, I don't right. know if they required them to be liberal or not. So they looked at things like <laughs> crime in the area, excessive drinking, gambling, uh, gambling population, stuff like that is yeah. how they – and then they broke it up into the seven sinful categories. Okay, but that's so it what wasn't they a, it wasn't a uh, – a, a, It wasn't a poll of like, they, hey, yeah. have you done this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they, drew, they were looking at – so it's a statistic-based – Ranking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, excessive drinking, right. I could see that. Gambling, addiction, I could see that. If Those you are... look down a little bit farther, it breaks it up even more. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, so I don't think this was a, a conservative or a liberal thing. I, this was just based on raw data. Yeah, based on who's biased. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's some... Uh, there's I mean, some. The police report the violent crimes, so I don't... There's some red states on the bottom, Montana and Utah and Wyoming and South Dakota and Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota. I mean, there's a lot of conservative states that are at the bottom of the list of the of the most sinful states, so I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with politics, but I appreciate the call. Amanda's in Buford. Amanda, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm fine, Mark, and I'm also calling on the issue of sinfulness. Okay. Um, it strikes me, I have a, a theory as to why so many southern states rank high. Um, you, you mentioned that the survey includes uh, um, sur- um, asking a 1,000 residents, so is, there is some self-assessment involved. I just made that and, part up, to be honest with you. I did. I did oh. that, was th- that was totally made up. De- uh, Deb Green, the executive producer, pulled this for it was, It's This is all statistically based, Deb? Yeah, it's things from like police reports, and, and most of that is how they put it together. Okay, but let me just throw out my idea, too, okay. because I think it might be relevant. Um, we in the South have a concept of sin. It's the very reason that uh, because we are in the Bible Belt. I mean, there are so things that, that things that people do in Nevada, they might not consider sinful, but we would consider it sinful here in Georgia. That that's what you're saying. They don't even have the concept. Understood. Exactly. Yeah. You that, know, I had I, I knew um, a woman once who had kids in her car, and the, her her child went to church, and he mentioned something about sin, and one of the other kids said, "What's sin?" He didn't even know the word. But you see, in the South, we have this as part of our culture, this idea that we are sinful creatures before God. We have a humility um, before God, whereas um, states like Vermont that are extremely secular and, as the other caller said, liberal, do not have this idea. They see the, the you know the but, human but I mean it, see it all depends on the on on your definition of sin and I think we can generally sure. agree on most things uh, that are sinful but I mean look like Utah I mean Utah is a very uh, red state uh, despite what you think of Mitt Romney at the current uh, moment but um, you know the, and and a very big population of Mormons and certainly they've got their definition of sin but again I I, I misspoke it's, this wasn't a survey this was based on statistical data but I, I agree with your point what some might consider a sin in Georgia those in New York might not consider that a sin right or they yeah. don't even have the concept of sin well I, th- I I would hope the majority of Americans have at least the concept of sin whether they do anything to that or with that that's a different story uh, Tammy's up next on the Mark Aram show hey Tammy hey how are you doing what's going actually, on it's penny like the copper coin that's okay hammy uh, no, Penny, like the copper coins. Penny. Penny. You know, like one cent. Oh, okay. I got you. Sorry, Chuck oh, wrote Tammy. Hello, that's Penny. Okay. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> Anyways, the answer is very obvious. Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, you have all those transplants from the sinful Midwest down here. All those Ohioans and Wisconsinans. 
that are coming yeah, down here. Yeah, and the Sikanders and the Illinois and like I, that. I don't know. I, you think, I think it's a reflection of the SEC tailgating. I think that might be the biggest creation of sin <laughs> in the Southeast is all those football tailgates. That could be it, too. But if you talk to anybody from Atlanta, they're not from Georgia. Yeah, that's true. Present company so, included. Except Jason yeah. Byers. Where are you from originally, Jason? Gator. Michigan. Florida. You're saying Jason's from Michigan. You're saying where are you from? Florida. Born in Decatur. Oh, Decatur. I thought you said Gator. All right, so we got one native Atlanta. 25% of the Mark Aram show tonight is from Metro Atlanta. Uh, we'll come back. More of your calls. Georgia, the fifth sinful city state, Aram. State, the fifth most sinful state in the union. Your thoughts next. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Traffic updates every six minutes. Mark Aram at your beck and call tonight till 7 in the p.m. A new study ranks Georgia as the fifth most sinful state in the union. I was shocked. How about you? Clarence joins us in Decatur where it's greater. Clarence, welcome to the show, buddy. Roger that. Mark, you Mark. Haven't talked to you in a while, man. What's going on, sir? Hey, besides that, because we have people coming from all different states, from north, south, east, and west, ATL because hey, there's opportunity, and then you know they're bringing their mindset and everything else that comes along with them. So I That's think I think I understand that. I mean, definitely a transplanted city is uh, the ATL, and it also reminds me of Chuck. Maybe you saw this when you went to college. Well, you went to school in Montana, right? Yes. I'm not. I'm sure not a lot of out of, out of staters went to school at your school, did they? A Was lot. It? A lot, really. Okay. Yeah. So there's they have this thing called the freshman phenomenon. I don't know if you know about this, Clarence. Is where where people graduate from high school and they go to college, and they it's a chance to start anew, right? And you'd be like, well, I was the band geek in high school. I'm going to become the party guy in college. And maybe we're seeing that in Atlanta, where someone moves in here from Ohio and they were kind of like laid back and kind of you know, off the beaten path, and they get to Atlanta, like, I'm going to let it rip now. I'm letting my sin out. I mean, I could tell you, growing up in a small Midwestern town, I didn't want to live in Chicago because it was too close. Yeah. I wanted to go to a big city that had a lot of sports teams and opportunities, and I'm like, Atlanta looks like a cool town, yeah. so that's why I chose to move here. I went. I came here because of the food. <laughs> I, Clearly. I came out to visit. I was like, oh, my God, biscuits and gravy. My, my, my. But I think a lot of that is, um, so if, like Deb mentioned, it's too close. Like, if I moved to New York City... I would be surrounded by friends and relatives, and I couldn't really be myself because I'd always be worried, like, oh, I'm going to run into uh, Aunt, uh, Aunt Audrey or, or Uncle Marty on the corner, and they're going to see me acting a fool. So let me move to Atlanta where I'll be out of uh, harm's way, and, and I can do what I want. So maybe that's part of it. Uh, PJ's in beautiful Ella J. What's going on, PJ? Hey, how you doing, buddy? How you Excellent. doing, man? What's up? Well, interesting, interesting, uh, interesting concept here, and um, you know, I just I just think it's 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 uh, there's so many components, you know what I mean, involved with coming to that conclusion. Like I just I, I kind of find it interesting that you know everybody's going off of this as fact. I mean, there's so many things oh, that sure, could sure. play a part in that. You know, like I mean, I thought at first with the consensus, you know, what she said is not that, but if it was, it could be that we're more honest down here, you know, about. What we did or what we didn't do. Yeah, no, well, I, I, again, I'm, I misspoke. It is this is based on statistics only, not not yes. personal opinion. Yep. What I do agree with is the jealousy rank of Georgia number one. I think this is a you know people in this in this town. I can't again, I can't speak for Valdosta, but very very jealous folk. More of your calls when we come back. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. In for Erickson, Atlanta's evening news.
Welcome back to the show. 510, 59 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street. I am not Eric Erickson. I am Mark Aram, filling in for the conservative Viking with you till 7 in the p.m. Good news from the Erickson household, though. Christy Scans came back clean, so she is doing well. Sad news there. You heard from Chris Chandler in the news. The body of a missing Georgia college student found in Crawford County today. 23-year-old Anitra Gunn vanished Friday in a neighborhood north of uh, Fort Valley, uh, in Fort Valley, Georgia. So sad news. Her body was found. I, uh, that's, that's tough to hear. I hate that. I hate those stories. Uh, coming up in 30 minutes, we're going to lighten the mood up a little bit with Would You Rather with little Sanjay, a fun game you can play along in the car. And speaking of games, what are we giving away, Deb Green, in the 6 o'clock hour? We've got tickets to a 90s extravaganza of music like Bare Naked Ladies, Gin Blossoms, Toad the Wet Sprocket. That's like my college playlist right there. Really? My non-hip hop college playlist right the there. Junior was, High Dances. Who was, uh, what was the, who sang Cannonball? Oh, the Breeders. The Breeders. Yeah. To throw that in that concert, and I'm definitely <laughs> okay. hand and ball. Anyway, um, we were talking about this Wallet Hub uh, ranking that came out. And again, let me let me. This is all statistically based. It's not opinions. They're not. It's not politically biased. This was da- based on data, on statistics, hard facts, and it uh, it rated the cities or the states one through fifty, which is the most sinful state. No surprise. Number one was Nevada. Uh, no surprise that Florida was near the top of the list. What did surprise me, however, Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show, was that Georgia was ranked fifth because I have this idyllic notion that Georgia is just it's just heaven on earth. It's all sweet tea. It is all yeah. sweet tea. Exactly. And uh, that, that kind of surprised me. Breaking down the categories, Georgia was 14th in anger, number one in jealousy. Number 29 in vices, which is good. That means we're not very vice-heavy gambling and, I guess, Chuck said porn addiction is probably on there. Excessive drinking is on there. Oh, yeah, excessive drinking. That's more more money. Chuck's bringing that number up. (laughs) Greed, 45th. That's great. We're not very greedy. I can see that. Uh, Sixth for lust. That's bad. Vanity, 11th. I would have thought actually we've been higher. And 12th for laziness. So I'm just shocked that Georgia is fifth in the state. Uh fifth state as far as the most sins are concerned according to the survey your thoughts at 404-872-0750 barry joins us on the mark aram show what's going on bear hey it's your buddy barry from browson how you doing buddy? my man it sounds like it's raining wherever you are man i'm on 85 north trying to get my big butt to jackson county so yeah <laughs> well be safe brother be there. safe hey i think the reason south's up there so much because of college football i mean you've got drinking gambling you know, hate, throwing little lust at every tailgate you got, man. So, I mean. You've got that's, anger. That's, you know, like, so let's say a, got, a Georgia-Florida game. You go down to Jacksonville for the Georgia-Florida game. Uh, for, you got anger because if your team loses, you're really angry. So that makes sense. Jealousy if your team loses, right? Or your, your team's, right. the other team's cheerleaders are more attractive. Uh, vices. Yeah, there's quite a bit of drinking. The world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Greed. Not much greed down there. Not much greed in Jacksonville for the Georgia Florida game. Lust, I can I've I've been lustful at a Georgia Florida game or two. It's like they they take the most attractive coeds from each school, and they only allow them to come in. I remember we used to do the broadcast down there live, the pregame show, and it was so amazing, Chuck, that an average girl would catch your eye. Like we'd be doing the broadcast, me and Jay Black and Tony Schiavone. And like an average looking girl would walk by and be like, whoa, whoa, check that out. And you're like, this wasn't what when I was in school. This is crazy. <laughs> it, that's how amazing it was down there. I don't know if it still has. Uh, Vanity, 11th. Yeah. 
laziness 12. No one's lazy at Georgia Florida game. You're out there drinking till three in the morning and then you're up the next day, uh, making sure you get to the, the game on time. Thanks, Milan, the WSB Storm Tracker Radar. We're not out of the woods yet now. There's more storms coming out from Birmingham heading toward the Georgia line. So this is going to be something that's going to impact you throughout the night and tomorrow morning. So make sure you check in with us, uh, for Atlanta's morning news at Scott Slade starting at 4.30 a.m. Robin is in Canton. Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you. I wanted to know on the on the laziness. First of all, as a Georgia girl, I could see a little bit of laziness, especially in the southern rural areas. It's mm-hmm. almost like they have their own timetable and things move move a little slowly. But I lived in West Virginia for a while, and to me, that is the laziest state <laughs> in the nation. Well, that's a great Did call. It? Let me see where they they fall on the laziness. Uh, West Virginia. Well, I'll tell you the least lazy state, according to this, is uh, Alaska. That makes sense, right? Like you need yeah, to, you need right. to not be lazy to survive. You have food, clothing, shelter. Yeah. Uh, look yeah. at look at you, West Virginia, number three on the laziness scale. Good <laughs> yeah. call. Good. Why why were West Virginians so lazy? I, I I picture coal miners and the coal miners' daughter out there in the coal mines. Why were they lazy in West Virginia? I. I think the the life is very hard up there, mm-hmm. and if you if you don't have the chutzpah to get out there and get going, then you just draw draw a check from the state. Oh. Um, the first place I heard this joke, uh, kindergarten kindergarten teacher was asking her students, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And the kids said, "I want to draw like my dad." And she said, oh, you want to be an artist? <laughs> no, I want to get a check from the government That's every month. <laughs> fantastic. Right, well, good. I would never have thought that West Virginians were lazy. Again, I based all my knowledge from either, A, driving through the state, which is very beautiful, by the way. Yeah, Rolling hills, is. gorgeous. I actually went on a it college visit to the University of West Virginia when I was in high school to check that out. Um, and coal miner's daughter. That's, I don't even think that was West Virginia, right? That was Butcher's, Butcher Holler, Kentucky. Uh, Chuck, I'm I'm proud to say that North Dakota, the uh, 47th laziest state, but you're not from North Dakota. You're from, I am not. You're it's from close Montana. Enough, but... 42nd. I'm sorry, Chuck. It's close. 42nd. Connecticut, my home state, 28th. As far as uh, I would think, Connecticut uh, folks are lazier than that. We're not we're not really hardy stock in Connecticut. You know, it's like a lot of investment bankers, insurance agents. Uh, I guess you, I guess you have to not be lazy to be those people. Tom is up next on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Tom? Hey, uh, first thing, if you get somebody to go down and drag the Everglades and open every container in the Miami port, you're going to find out that Florida is number one. In number what? Two, <laughs> in what? Everything? <laughs> in everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I love my state personally. I think the only thing good that comes out of Atlanta is 85 North, but we do have <laughs> a lot of buttholes in this state. And I think it's because everybody's gotten a little bit too big for their britches with how much we've been succeeding and going on into it. And the jealousy inspires a whole lot of avarice and bad, bad decision-making. Give me an example. Uh, All right. I'm having to move to the Florida that I hate the most because uh, I need to be closer to my daughter, who Mm -hmm. my ex cheated on me twice, ran off with, held up the adoption of my son through a (laughs) Defect, oh my gosh! Uh, for more money, yeah. Um, did, I'm a networking. Did the, I'm a network uh, engineer. Did the adoption go through? Uh, it will be going through here in the next couple of oh, months. Oh, good man. Fifteen year old, he's a great kid. He's the best big brother my uh, my daughter could ask for. That's awesome. But no, that there's your example. And you go into it. There was a second affair that was had, and her family even lied at the behest of her lawyer, 
so she could keep the amount of child support she got. So yeah, we we've got some issues of jealousy and greed here. That's uh, well, that's a sad. Well, at least I'm glad the adoption is going to go through. I, people that adopt, man, you are, you have a special place in heaven. You have a special place in heaven. Uh, the the people that adopt, Chuck, there'll be a little sliver in heaven because you adopted a dog from Thailand, a three legged dog. You'll get a little little taste of it. But the people that adopt kids. You're awesome. Uh, we'll come back more. Recalls 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. As predicted, wet, ugly rush hours. Some breaking news up in Sandy Springs. Uh, Mike Shields all over. Posting some video on Twitter. Some police activity there. We'll get back to that in just a second. Your calls now. Georgia, the fifth most sinful state in the union. Jerry's up on the program. Hey, Jerry, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Driving home in the rain in the North Georgia mountains. Ooh, beautiful, uh, beautiful that you live up there. Yeah, I, uh, bear with me for a minute. It, it has something to do with uh, the topic of your show, but it's not going to seem like it at first. But uh, I was in a meeting today, and we were debating on whether or not should we release some estimated values to a regulatory agency, and uh, the argument came up that we should not uh, because once we had the actual values – and reported the actual values, we would never, ever be able to kill the estimated values that we, we uh, reported. And let me, let me stop you right there, right now, What you're going through right now with the survey versus statistics is a prime example of uh, why you got to be careful. So uh, thank you for a good example I'm going to use tomorrow at work. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. A lot, a lot of that went over my head because Jerry has a real job. And I've never had a real job. Did you catch that, Chuck? You work construction for a little bit. Did you catch what he was saying? No, Jerry okay. bored me when he started talking. No, so I, I just didn't. Con- I just I'm ignorant. I just didn't understand. But he said he's he, he, taking something non-serious serious and thinking he's being smart. All right. Well, I was. I, I, it sounded smart. I'm sure it did to right. him. All right. It's to me. It did. Matthew's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Matthew, what's going on, buddy? Uh driving home too as well. Bless your heart, my I, uh, friend. Well, I I just have a little theory there, and a lot of those states that you mentioned there, including us, I think it's maybe a theory would be maybe it's more likely for you to get caught and prosecuted here in those states than oh, other states. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And so our statistics are probably going to be higher and more accurate because I think you're going to be more likely to take these crimes seriously in these states. Like Texas is a big you know, you now, just, that, that you, is a theory that could adjust the statistics. I like that. Maybe a higher conviction rate here in Georgia and Tennessee and uh, some of the states there. All right, that's a valid theory. All right, we're done with this, Deb Green. You see this? I'm done with this topic. I'm done. ripping it up, ripping it up. When we come back, we're going to have some fun. Little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather, and I still got some tickets to give away. We still got a game. Oh, we got so much fun on your really, really wet, crappy ride home. Uh, we'll come right back on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. In for Eric Erickson, it's Atlanta's Evening News, a 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Rain, rain everywhere, and it's making you want to drink. Hey, guys, it's Mark Aaron back with you. In for Eric Erickson, Atlanta's Evening News, and more wet stuff all the way out west at the Alabama borderline. So we're not even close to being done with this. We'll give you weather and traffic updates throughout the program. Traffic, of course, every six minutes. And a reminder uh, to to drive with your headlights on when when it's raining. Uh, But someone on Twitter reminded me, do not drive with your hazard lights on when it's raining. 
That's a bad idea. Those don't do that. Drive me nuts. Yeah, don't do that. So headlights, yes. Hazard lights, no. Can I turn my fog lights on? I have double lights underneath to help me see. Those okay? Yeah, if it's foggy. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying it helps yeah. with a little bit of visibility. All right. Uh, good. Good question, Chuck. Actually, <laughs> just a good asking. question. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. You know what, uh, Jason? Let's play a little Would You Rather with little Sanjay. It's time. Would you rather with little Sanjay? He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. He is big mother blanking Sanjay with Would You Rather. How are you, Sanj? I'm doing well, man. Just got back into town this afternoon. I saw you're out west. Was it Colorado? Is that where you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out in Colorado, getting a little bit of skiing in before I just get buried with taxes. Do they allow you on the adult slopes at the ski resort, or yes. do you have to do the bunny slopes? Yes. You did Although it? I finally found somebody that's right at my skill level, my eight-year-old. Your eight-year-old son. I, I have never been skiing in my life. I grew up within 20 minutes of three ski resorts, and I never went once in my life. Just, uh, I'm sorry. No, was, yeah. I mean, I don't miss it. My mom was like, no, it's too expensive. You're not going skiing. Get out of here. Go go in the uh, go in the basement and play with cardboard boxes. That 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 was my uh, anyway. Uh, I, I I should share this with not on the air with everyone else. My yeah yeah that's a little too personal. Yeah. All right. So what Sanjay is going to do is ask us questions. We're going to answer them here in the studio. I want you to uh, play along in your car. What is the first question, Sanjay? All right. Number one. Would you rather never be able to smile again or have to fight off a childish grin like the giggles? So often it even happens inappropriately. Oh, that's actually a really good question. So I'm always I'm always stone faced. I'm never smiling. Like Deb says something hilarious, I can't smile. Sanjay? Exactly. All right. Yes, or right. or I just giggle at the wrong time. Like uh Like like when you're on the air talking about the wrecks on eighty five. Yeah, like uh huh, fatal or, crash. Yeah. <laughs> like uh yeah. Uh, I guess the first one. Nah, I, wow. No, I don't I, know if I want to. I don't want to know that mark. I know that mark would would be really, but it's the other mark would be really inappropriate. I think that'd get me in trouble, laughing like a. a I don't know. They, either way, I think they'd lock me up eventually. I'm going with the first one, Deb. Um. So I have to giggle or not smile? That's basically what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. Giggle I, inappropriate times I, or never smile. I don't want to be giggling. And women spend a lot of effort making their face not move. Yeah. So I could be, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you got a great smile, though. My smile, <laughs> my is, just, team, my yeah. smile is just in a, is like, eh, it's average. Chuck? I, I can't giggle as a man, so I'm not. You're not going to do that. that? That's just ridiculous. I'd I've seen I would want to see that, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, if seen, it was like you, you just recon- laughed at inappropriate times. That's but different. Not giggle, giggle. I can't giggle as a so, man. That's uh, so after Erickson's 9 to noon show, if you go back to the, the Erickson slash low-T Chuck office. Yeah, it's by my office. They yeah. have giggle fights in there. Uh, tickle <laughs> fights. And, That's why and, the door is closed. Yeah, Chuck giggles like a little. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. I already kind of laugh at an inappropriate time, so, so you'll do that one. That's fine with me. All right. Uh, before we get to the next question, you get traffic updates every six minutes. Oh, smiling. I'm not uh, anxious to drive home in this mess. What's going on, brother? See, it would have been inappropriate for a smile and a giggle there, so that's why I'm taking the first one. All right. Next question, Sanjay. Let's move this along, buddy. Sanjalina. Tyson, go ahead. Would buddy. you rather fight? Would you rather fight Mike Tyson in his prime for 60 seconds one time, or have his voice and lisp permanently bless his heart? Uh, voice and lisp. Uh, at least I'm alive. He would. He would. Mike Tyson in his prime would murder me. If he knocked out uh, the Sphinx guy in eight seconds, he would knock out me in four seconds. So give me the lisp. I'll take the knockout. 
Yeah? He'll be over so fast. Your yeah, life would be over so fast, Ed Green. He'd out. shoot you to the moon. Chuck. Oh, give me the lisp. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to get punched no. by Mike Tyson. It's great as prime. The Mike radio. Tyson now. I get punched by him now. Yeah, no. I'd, I'd, I'd find something to do with give my life lisp. with that lisp. Lisp all day. Yeah. He'd uh, kill me. Deb Green's the only one with, with cojones. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's like, yeah, yeah give it to no. me. Uh, next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather have an undo button for real life that you can only use once a year or have a one-time opportunity to change something physically about yourself? So I have that I have that undo button. It's called the dump button here. So I can do that as many times as I want in an hour. Um, and what was the second one? The second one is to have the one-time opportunity to change something physically about yourself. Well, yeah, one time. I'll do that. There's a lot. Of, I just have to think about what's the one thing I would want to change about me physically because <laughs> no, there's a long list. The nose. The nose. <laughs> the nose. Probably the nose, yeah. That, like Sanjay's doing the polite <laughs> cough. <laughs> the new. But I'm fat also, Sanjay. I'd like to be ripped one time in my life. Like, just, like, uh, be able to take off my shirt both. and just, like, <laughs> yes. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I have to think I about know. it. Probably, yeah, probably my nose, but maybe maybe get an amazing shape. Yeah, there's so much that I would change. I could only pick one thing. Uh, I'll still go with that. You'll yeah. still go with that. I'll go with that. Chuck? No, give me the give me the dump button. Yeah, you want the life dump button. <laughs> yeah. All right, the undo button. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Jason Byers. Love the dump button. Give me that. Yeah, you want that. All right. Because you guys are, you know, yeah. handsome and... Yeah, I'm, I'm, Manly, I'm, I'm all right. masculine. I'm yeah, yeah. Anyway, next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather do it and regret it or not do it and regret it? Do it and regret it and regret it. Uh, not doing it and, and regretting it is worse than doing it and regretting it. Yeah, just go through with it and regret yeah, it. Yeah, just do it and you got the experience. Always do it and regret it. Yeah. Yeah, do it and regret it. Okay. Next question, Sanjay. All right. Last one. Would you rather live the rest of your life without salt or without sugar? I've got a massive sweet tooth, but I love some good salty stuff too. Um, I'm I'm dumping sugar. I'm gonna dump sugar. There's too many savory dishes that I love. I think I eat enough sweet, like naturally sweet stuff, that that would be okay for me. Yeah. So I'll dump the sugar. All right, Chuck. Yeah, I cannot live without salt. Yeah. Get rid of the that sugar. salty elk jerky yeah, you make in your basement. Yeah, I can't basement. put sugar on, <laughs> yeah. on elk meat. Uh, Jason Baez. Dropping the sugar. Yeah. Unanimous. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, and salt. I love sweet treats. I mean, I do oh. too. But life without salt? Yeah, with salty foods, like a, a good chicken parm sub. Oh, my goodness. Fries life would be too salt? bland without salt. Yeah, I guess you just dump a McCat. Did you see, by the way, not to get into Johnny Kilbasa's thing, but Burger King is launching a French fry sandwich in yes. New Zealand? I saw chip that. Buddy. Yeah, that's yeah. A big in England, right? The chip buddies. It's a, yeah. Sanjay, it's a bun. With French, with French fries, plant-based, <laughs> with French fries, ketchup, and mayo in between two buns. It's just a French fry sandwich. I'm not, I don't know it's about the that. the impossible burger. Yeah, but we couldn't have that, though, if we gave away uh, the salty stuff. Yeah. Uh, Sanjay, believe it or not, is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting, or Brass.Tax. Tax season's here. Sanjay's back from the slopes, ready to do your taxes. Brass.Tax. Sanjay, always a pleasure, buddy. My pleasure, too. All right. We're going to come back. Uh, we'll update your weather and traffic. And then we'll open up the phone lines again. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Airman for Erickson on WSB. Sad news from the world of Hollywood. Janet Dubois, who played the lovable neighbor uh, Wilona on the ch- uh, TV show Good Times, found dead today, according to TMZ. 
She uh, she played Janet Jackson's mom or aunt or I don't know what the situation was there. She was her caretaker. You remember Good Times, Chuck, with uh, oh, yeah. Florida and James Evans, mm-hmm. Jimmy Walker? Uh, yeah, well, Lona dead today at the age of 74, I believe. Oh, jeez. Yeah, survived by her three kids. She won two Emmy Awards, uh, started her acting career on Broadway with Sammy Davis Jr. and Louis Gossett Jr., two of the best juniors available. Um, yeah, dead at the age of 74. No uh, cause of that. I don't know if you knew this. She was Wilona on The Good Times, but she also sang the theme song for the Jeffersons. How about that? Oh, that's sad. Rest in peace, Janet Dubois. We'll take this to the break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to play the acronym game, giving away some really cool concert tickets. If you want to play the acronym game, call now, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. News, weather, and traffic next. Supersize edition of the Mark Aram Show continues at 6.08. What's up, everybody? Well, I know what's up. Traffic and weather is what's up. A massive thunderstorm rolling uh, out toward Villa Rickaway right now. Heads up on I-20. You're about to get smushed like uh, a grape. That's that's something you can smush, right, Dad? Absolutely. Yeah, smush a grape. Uh, coming up, I got a I got a wildlife story. Chuck's the wildlife guy on the show, but I got yeah. a wildlife story to tell you. Nice. Uh, but first, we're going to play uh, a little game here. Deb Green's got some tickets to give away. Uh, we like to call it the acronym game. Acronyms, by the way, uh, for those that don't know, are uh, you know what? Explain an acronym, Deb Green. Um, an abbreviation <laughs> yeah. of words yeah, using exactly. letters so, like cream. Cream. Cash rules everything around me. Cream. Uh, all right, let's meet our contestants. Jeff is in Snellville. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, buddy. Well, I'm 44 years old, and I work for UPS down in Pleasantville. Oh, man. All right, Jeffrey. Uh, Jeff's going to play the acronym game. Let's see. You're going to play uh, against uh, Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm Andrew. I'm 34 years old, and I am an EMT in the Atlanta area. Oh, thank you for your service, my friend. That's a tough, tough job, buddy. I really appreciate what you do. All right, so here's the deal. Yeah, yeah, Jeff, yeah, Andrew. You got to you got to quiet the kids down. Unless you're trying to save someone's life right now, are you saving someone's life? No, I'm not. I'm at home. Okay. Because if, if you have to do CPR, we can pause the game and, and save someone's life. So here's the deal. I'm going to give you an acronym, and you guys have to uh, tell me what it means. For example, uh, AKA, Jason Byers, what does AKA stand for? Also known as. Also known as. So it's a pretty simple game. You guys got it? Yes, got it. All right, here we go. Jeff, the first one is for you. Uh, ASAP. ASAP. What does that stand for? ASAP. ASAP. I'm not sure. <laughs> ASAP. Uh, Andrew, you want to steal oh, this one? Oh, yes, I do know. All right. What, what, uh, wait, uh, wait. Who's, who's saying soon as, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff. All right. Go ahead, Jeff. As soon as possible. That's right. All right. You almost you almost lost it there. You get the point. Uh, in this game, you get to steal if your opponent doesn't get it. So, all right. Here we go. Andrew, the acronym game on the Mark Aram Show. BRB. BRB. What does that stand for? Be right back. Be right back is correct. This game is so easy. You guys are killing it. All right, Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey's from Snellville, by the way, where everyone is somebody. Uh, the uh, initials are, the acronym is DIY. DIY. What does that stand for? Hey, don't whisper D- into your wife, by the way. I hear you whispering over there, Jeffrey. DIY. Yeah. Do it yourself. <laughs> You're so getting help. Yeah, all right, all right. Chuck, are we going to disqualify him or no? Chuck says maybe. All right, Andrew, you're up. Uh, 
Jeff, your wife has to help Andrew on this one too then. Uh, OTC. What does OTC stand for, Andrew? Over the counter. That is correct. I didn't hear anyone helping Andrew there. All right, here we go, Jeff. You got to answer quick. All right. No cheating. Uh, what does NASDAQ stand for? Actually, go ahead and ask your wife on that one. I don't think she's getting that one. NASDAQ. NASDAQ. <laughs> go ahead. It was a stock market, but I'm not sure. Yeah. National something. National something. You can, go ahead. Ask your wife out loud. I want to know if she knows this one. Uh, I don't know if she knows it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have known this one either. Andrew, you want to steal that one? NASDAQ? you have an idea what that means? Uh, I'll give it a shot. Okay. National Association of Stocks and Corporations. That's pretty good, but no. Uh, <laughs> National Association of Securities Dealers Automated Quotation. Holy smokes. Okay. No idea. I would not have gotten it. You learn something every day on the Mark Aram Show. That's what, let me do, let me say it again. National Association of Securities Dealers Automated Quotation. That's what NASDAQ stands for. All right, you're up, Andrew, taking the lead here. If you get this one, the acronym is LASER. LASER. What does that stand for? No idea. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know either. Jeff, you want to steal this one? Laser. Laser, I have no idea either All right. on that one. Chuck, you're a smart feller, engineering degree or something like that. You know what laser stands I've for? I've never heard of that. Je- Je- do you know what it is, Jason? Light amplitude, and I don't remember the rest of now, it. You got one word right. Uh, light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Oh, good grief. Deb Green making this game hard. The acronym but they get game. harder as they go down. I thought everyone knew laser. I knew I learned no, that in high school. I, I, well, if I learned it, I forgot it. All right, end of round one of the uh, acronym game. What's the score, Deb Green? All right, Jeffrey two, Andrew one. This game not sponsored by anybody yet. We're trying to find a sponsor for it. Maybe Smile and Mark McKay and the Triple Team Traffic Alerts app will smile. Will sponsor the acronym game. What's going on on the road, Smiling? FLP. Smiling is a front runner for star of the show. By the way, that is an inside joke and is very funny. All right, who's up, Deb Green, in the acronym game? It is Jeffrey's turn. All right, Jeff. Here we go. You and you alone. The, I, you're a man. You better not ask for help on this one. You ready? I got it. The acronym is WD40. WD40. What does that stand for? WD40. Well, I know it's liquid. Yeah. <laughs> Penetration liquid. I'm not sure. <laughs> Penetration liquid is close, but no. Uh, you want to steal this one, Angie? You know what WD40 stands for? I, well, I do want to steal it, but I have a score, I have a score discrepancy. I, I've answered two correct, Mark. Oh, what is, yeah, Andrew definitely has two. Over the I, I have it, and be right back. Yeah, I have a two to two as well. You're fine. You're absolutely right. All right, steal Deb it, Green's Andrew. Trying to throw me under the bus. <laughs> Deb Green. Apparently, Deb Green is Jeff's niece and wants Jeff to win the tickets tonight. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't know WD forty. Uh, we know of it though, right? But I would uh, water yeah. displacement fortieth attempt. So basically, I actually I think I know the backstory on this. The inventors of WD forty. This was their 40th attempt to try to come up with this product, and it finally worked to their satisfaction. So there you go, WD-40. All right, uh, G- uh, Andrew, you're up. The acronym is uh, Time Magazine, T-I-M-E. What does that stand for? This is a tough one. I, I do not know. Yeah, these are tough, Deb Green. Jeez Louise. Everyone knows Time Magazine? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what it stands for. This is the educational segment. The International Magazine of Events. Time Magazine. The Ash- International, mm. yeah. I didn't even know that was an acronym. Yeah. these. I don't even think anyone's getting the rest of these. Holy smokes. All right, Jeff, you can ask your mama, your sister, your brother on, on this one. Do you guys have SMART goals where you work? Do you guys have SMART goals? SMART goals? Yeah. Uh, I think so, yes. All right, what, is, what does SMART goals mean? You're not going to get this. No offense, Jeff. I have SMART goals, well, and, and I wouldn't have known what I meant. 
smart goals. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. safety. I don't know. Say, yeah, that was a good guess. Uh, Andrew, do you want to steal? You don't know this, do you? I, I do. Yeah, I have these at my work. All right, what are they? Smart goals. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Very close. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound goals. So we're supposed to do these every year, like with your with our direct manager. And the last time I did them was 2012. So I don't think they're. I get to do them every year. Do you have to do them every year still? Oh, the smart goals. All right, here we go. Andrew, the acronym game. Uh, The acronym is ZIP, as in zip code. What does ZIP in zip code mean? Do not know that one. Yeah, you want to steal this one, Jeffrey? Can you repeat it? Can you repeat it? Sure. It's, uh, for the cheap seats, zip code. What does the zip and zip code mean? Uh, not sure. Yeah. Zone improvement plan code. So, Deb, Deb does not like you guys. All right. Uh, here we go, Jeff. <laughs> if you get this one, I'm going to throw in an extra 20 bucks. You ready? IMAX. What does IMAX stand for, Jeff? What is IMAX? Yeah. Uh, something to do with theater. I know that. Yeah, something to do with theater. (laughs) What did Andrew? (laughs) Andrew, you want to steal this one? IMAX. Image maximum. That is right. Image max. Good job, uh, Andrew. Wow. Reasonable deduction. You can work it out. Yeah, I guess so. Um, all right, Andrew, you you've already won the game, but we'll try one more. Captcha. You know those things where you uh, you got you're online and it says captcha. You gotta to confirm you're not a robot. You gotta click on the pictures or whatever. You know what CAPTCHA stands for? Uh, no, I don't yeah. know that one. Jeff, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I don't know what it means. Jeff, you want to take a shot? CAPTCHA? CAPTCHA? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm uh, not completely, yeah. completely, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> completely automated public Turing test to tell computers and humans apart. Deb Green, why? Why are you so mean, Deb Green? I was trying to make them harder <laughs> as they um, went down the list so that uh, people could learn something. Uh, Most people so, are like, hey, I hey, didn't hey, even hey, know hey, that was an acronym. It's, oh. it's, it's, not a, it's, not about, it's not her, it's the weather. Is it, we'll blame it on the weather. That'd be the first couple were yeah. easy and dead right, green. Fine, they'll all stick to three letters next time. No, no, they were good. What Just about make BYOB. BYOB. Yeah, BYOB. We used that green. one already. All right. Uh, do we give them? We're giving them both uh, tickets, awards, yeah, prizes, whatever. I guess we're getting them Dundies. Uh, hang on the line, guys. So I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, Andrew, congrats to you and your wife for uh, doing well in the game. And Jeff, I think you played that straight up. So good job. You're the official winner. Of the acronym game. Don't uh, hang up. Chuck's and get some info. What did they win, Deborah Green? Tickets to go check out Bare Naked Ladies, Gin Blossoms, and Toad the Wet Sprocket June 4th at Cadence Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park. God, if you're my age, that's the concert of a lifetime right there. Thank you, Deb Green, for making that game really, really tough. We'll come back with your calls on this rainy Tuesday, 404 872 wsb talk It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Welcome back to the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I should have done that before I opened the mic. Uh, 626, 56 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark here. I'm with you for another 34 minutes. And then at 7 o'clock, we are going to air a special traffic show with uh, Doug Turnbull, Smiling Mark McKay, and Veronica Orell. Very apropos tonight because it's talking about Atlanta weather and its impact on traffic. And that's why we do traffic and weather every six minutes in the mornings and traffic every six minutes on your ride home because uh, they impact each other greatly. Well, actually, traffic doesn't impact weather, so you can't blame traffic for bad weather, but you can blame weather for bad traffic. Anyway, that's coming up at 7, and then some breaking news scheduling-wise. Where is We just got the call, Chuck, out of the bullpen tomorrow in for Eric Von Hessler at 9 a.m. 
I know you'll be in early for me, right? You're going to come in and help me oh, uh, oh, fill in fill in for Von Hessler? No? You're not going <laughs> to not going to happen. Deb Green will be there. Deb will be there. Deb I'll will be, be there. there. Yep. All right, thank you. Yeah, so She's tomorrow. So if you didn't get enough of me 3 hours tonight, you're going to get uh, a couple hours of me tomorrow morning and f- filling in for uh, Von Hessler. I think uh, some of the doctrinaires will be here, though. Yeah, so Tim Andrews will be here. Tim will be here. And maybe Autumn? Uh, I'm checking on Autumn. Sexy Autumn Fisher okay. via Skype or whatever. All right. Via Skype. Via yeah. Skype. All right. We'll come back. i got a wildlife story, and I want to hear yours. Uh, 30 minutes to go with the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750. Is that the right out time there? Yeah? All right. All right. I'm way, I'm way past it. We'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. Fuck. Welcome back to the show, 639, 56 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street, Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call until 7 tonight, then a special traffic show with Doug Turnbull, Smiley Mark McCain, Veronica Hill, talking about Georgia traffic and Georgia weather. Uh, programming note will be on tomorrow, Deb and I anyway, uh, at 9am, filling in for Von Hessler, so make sure you check in with us after Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade. Uh, real quick, so getting ready for the show, I, I'm all out of sorts, filling in for Erickson, I love doing it. But I lose two hours of my main sleep, so I'm kind of in a daze. So I was out on the balcony just trying to, like, collect my thoughts before the show. And there was this rustling. You know the tree right outside the balcony mm-hmm. there, the big tree? There's this, like, rustling in the tree. And I was like, ah, it's probably squirrels messing around. And it was this big red-tailed hawk in uh, one of the big bird's nests in the tree. Like, obviously doing something nefarious in there, like right. eating eggs or whatever, eating the chicks. And the squirrels were freaked out because this big hawk was there, and the hawk kills the squirrels. So they're, like, jipping, like, rah, 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 rah. like, I was like, what the hell's going on? So I took a little video, and I posted it on my uh, Instagram story, at Mark Aram, if you want to check it out. And then as soon as I walked over there, the hawk took off, took whatever. Off. But he came back again later. It was crazy. It reminded me of once I was doing, I think it was the weekend show. I think this was before we did the regular show. And mm-hmm. to behind me, just to paint a picture of the palatial WSB Radio Studios, but to my, uh, behind me, my back. My back faces out against the WSB courtyard, and there's a big, uh, there's three big picture windows behind me. Bulletproof glass, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because of Neil Bortz. They installed bulletproof glass in these windows because of Neil Bortz. Anyway, because I, I don't think the rivers got them, Deb. I don't think you have That's bulletproof. That's nice to know. Thank yeah, exactly. You. Yeah. Uh, but there was like, I saw something catch something out of my eye, and I looked down there. It was a, it was a hawk again. This time he was killing a blue jay. Oh, dang. Oh. Yeah. And the crazy, I mean, that's not the crazy part of the story. The crazy part of the story was the Blue Jays' buddies, other Blue Jays, were dive-bombing at the Hawk to try to save their pal. It was like the most touching, heart-wrenching kind of emotional thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was just, it was crazy. So as far as wildlife goes, that's, yeah, I was like rooting for the Blue Jays, you know, but it's like, well, it's the circle of life. Sure. Akuna Matata, the whole thing, <laughs> but it was like crazy. Like, and, and I did a, I, I believe I did a play by play on the air. It probably wasn't the best radio, but I'm like, oh, the hawk's gouging out his eye. Oh, here comes uh, Frank, five bombing. <laughs> I was naming him. It was heavy. I mean, I'm sure as a hunter, an experienced hunter from Montana. I think we need Montana music here, Jason. Uh, what's the craziest wildlife thing you've ever seen? Uh, I saw an eagle, two things. I saw an eagle come down when we were floating the river once, take a fish out of the river. Oh, that's That was pretty awesome. cool. came flying in. It was very American. It was that bald is, yeah, eagle there's nothing in. more American than that. And I was, uh, I was tracking a deer in the snow once, and I, some tracks came in from the side, and they were uh, mountain lion tracks. And so oh. I, I very quietly and slowly kept going, and when yeah. I crested over the hill, I could see, it was a mule deer, I could see him 
walking through the snow, and about 100 yards behind him, there was that cat. The mountain lion. Walking real slow, and I was like, you have him, buddy. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to keep down this Are you road. allowed to shoot mountain lions? Probably not, you right? Can. You, no, you can't. Really. Yeah, you have to get a tag. It, t- it takes a little bit. There's, you don't get a ton of them, but yeah, yeah. You, you can uh, you can get a mountain lion tag. Wow, all right. Yeah, so Look, that was probably the two. The, my the second two uh, most crazy wildlife story, I, this was back in Connecticut, and it was during the, the winter. We don't have Connecticut music. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that would be. But I was walking Bosco in the woods behind my parents' house, and it's snowy, right? And we're, we're, we're following the tracks, and I kind of like lose uh, sight of Bosco. And she goes off to my right, and I turn around. Next thing I know, Bosco's eating uh, rabbit poop. That was that was it. That's that was, the end of the story. My Bosco loves bad. eating rabbit poop. It tastes like M and M's. Apparently, to dogs. yeah, the, the dogs, Those little pellets. Yeah, they yeah. like them. All right, so four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Real quick, we don't have much time. The craziest wildlife story you got four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. You got to beat Bosco eating rabbit poop, Chuck's mountain lion hunting a mule deer. Or my eagle eating a blue jay. Those are the, or hawk eating a blue jay. Those are the top three. 404-872-0750. Traffic updates every six minutes for your ride home. Smile Mark McKay. Thanks, smiling. All right. Before, while Chuck screens the calls on your wildlife story, Deb Green, uh, I'm getting married 200 days from today and you sent me a list of things that I probably shouldn't have read 200 days from my wedding day. The most, what, what, what is the headline on this story? Things married people miss most about being single. All right. So what are the things that married still people... Single? I am still single. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm betrothed. Right. Um, what, what do married people miss most about being single? All right. We'll start at the bottom. So the, the least one, I guess, is that new love feeling. So when you meet someone new and you get excited about sure, it... Sure. It's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you get all tingly. I can live without that. I've, I, I've had Because that's it. how you feel every day with Maya, right? Exactly yeah. right, Deb Green. Yes. Nice. Every single day. All right. So next is uh, being courted by someone. So I guess the thrill of the chase, right? Well, that's mostly for... I've never been courted in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm always the one doing the courting. Or courting something. It's the same right there. Yeah. But. Courting can be exhausting. I mean, it's an exhausting thing to court a lady. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's very tiresome. You, right. You've been courted many times. Okay. My friend. All right. Well, All right. What else? Uh, making decisions on your own. I don't know about that. You make decisions on your own. Yeah, but I mean, there's some decisions that have to be mutual now once once you're married, right? Financial decisions, et True. cetera, et cetera. All okay. Right. And then uh, spending money the way you want yourself. I will continue to do that. Yeah, I don't have that problem with my husband. As long as our bills are paid, then he can buy whatever he wants. Yeah. And that's how I am yeah, too. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about All that. Right. All right. Always picking the restaurant. Is that an issue with you guys? Um, uh, rarely. Rarely. We usually, we have, you know, similar, uh, Taste. culinary tastes. Once in a while, I'll be like, no, let's do something else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're, we're pretty simpatico on that. Okay. How about decorating your own space? Does she have pictures of She that? wants to decorate my space, of and I, I would let her. Once you're married. Well, she can do it now if she wants, oh, okay. but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, my, my house is a mess. And that's that's her, not her fault. That's my fault. She, <laughs> she moved into a messy pad, a bachelor pad. <laughs> All right, interesting. We'll come back, give you some more. All right, you got some wildlife stories. Oh, we got a bunch of them. We got to be quick. All right, we'll come back uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. If you want to see my uh, hawk uh, experience, you can check out my Instagram story, M A R K A R U M. It's the Mark Aram Show. Back after this. Final segment of the show, and then a little traffic show with uh, Smiling Doug Turnbull and Veronica Rell. Give me your wildlife story. Uh, Richard's up on the program. Richard, what do you have? Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Excellent, brother. What's going on? Uh, I used to live in. South, South Florida, down there by the Everglades. Yeah. And there was a news crew out there in the middle of nowhere, so about four or five of us went over there to see what was going on. And uh, there was a lady doing a news story about the Burmese python taking over the Everglades. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, it couldn't have been better timing. Exactly, right exactly when she said, these predators have no, don't have any any uh, known predators. They, yeah. yeah, these snakes don't have any known predators. Right when she said that, a big old red tail hawk swooped down and grabbed the snake and flew off with it. That's amazing. Why, why were you living down there? That's crazy land down there in the Everglades. Uh, I was building those aluminum street enclosures down there in uh partying every weekend that that would have been my first guess the everglades that's prehistoric down there prehistoric stuff gary's up on the mark Aram show gary give me your uh, best wildlife story buddy hey mark how you doing this evening excellent what's cooking not much not much i was uh deer hunting down in south georgia that's where i hunt um a couple of years ago and i was hunting in a box stand uh on about a uh, half acre food plot with surrounded by planted pines and a commotion down to far end of the food plot and I got my binoculars and looked, and a small, it must have been a Cooper's hawk, I guess, had a crow on the ground. Oh. And they were just they were just fighting and scrapping. And um, like the Blue Jays, there must have been a dozen crows in the, um, in the trees, and they would swoop down and, and, uh, and bite at the uh, hawk, trying to get him to let go of the, uh, of the crow, but the, the hawk would not relent. Well, crows are, crows are tough, tough uh, birds, too. That, that oh, would, yeah, they are. Yeah. And this, the, uh, I felt this, so bad for the blue jay. I, lo- I I mean I was it was heartwarming that his buddies were trying to save him, but I mean that hawk was not giving up. It was like Longoria with uh, empanadas. It was he was not letting go of the Whataburger. Oh, a Whataburger. He was not letting go to the what? I missed that guy. Uh, no offense, Techno-wild. Jason. I love you too, but Scott, what's your Techno-wild. wildlife story? Scott, hey, hey, uh, yeah, we used to go down to Florida swim with the manatee all the time. Last time we went. Um, they were being real frisky as soon as we got on the water. So we jumped in with them. They're flopping all around, running into us. And uh, eventually throughout the day, one came up and started hugging my daughter. No well, Come way. to find out, they were all in mating oh, uh, mode. And, uh, he was mating with so. your daughter. <laughs> I saw a manatee uh, last April. Uh, Maya and I went down to Passagrill Beach, St. Petersburg. And there were manatee. It was, it was pretty cool. Sea cows, as we call them. Uh, don't call any, any, don't call a female a sea cow. No, we got to do star of the show. I'm sorry, Jason. I know I screwed that up. Uh, there we go. Thank you, buddy. Cause, cause I'm officially ending and now. now. Are you guys ready and then, for the Mark Aram star of the show? On, you know, whatever. I, I'm not getting star of the show. Uh, you three guys get one. Deb, Loti, and uh, Jason Byers get star of the show. Uh, real quick, Al, uh, five second wildlife story, Al. I had a mountain lion for a pet in East Cobb. Had a girlfriend over watching the Braves game in my bed, and the cat was in the attic, fell through the sheetrock, and onto her lap. The mountain lion fell on the cougar, and that was the end of the story. That's that's correct. Thanks, Al. Uh, I'm on tomorrow morning uh, for Von Hessler, 9 a.m. We'll see you then. News, weather, and traffic next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.